And I have my good friend here, Mr. Johnny 2K himself, Johnny Fickner. How you doing? Not bad yourself, Ashley. I'm doing fantastic. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. I love being on. Uh, was it, I think this is third time? Third time, yes. third, fourth time? Third time. Actually, no, I think it is like the fourth time because you came when you were brand new to the league. Like, yeah, like a couple of months before I was even drafted, right? I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you almost a regular. You might as well go ahead and be my co-host, huh? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, Mr. Quarterback of Louisiana, how did you think your, your season went? Um, it was an exciting season. Uh, I think it went, uh, I don't, I think it went, um, I don't, I don't want to say like superseded our expectations or surpassed our expectations. Uh, that wouldn't have been the right word. Um, we had high expectations from the get-go, you know, um, right out of the gate, uh, you know, but for a brand new, fran I mean, we inherited the Pharaohs franchise, but, you know, we only kept, uh, you know, two two Pharaohs around or, uh, or three Pharaohs around from last season. Basically, it was a brand new team, brand new coach, brand new front office. Um, and so uh, for for a team to come together like that um, and, you know, be, you know, have a nine and three regular season, be one game away from an SFL championship, um, you know, we were pretty proud of ourselves. Um, obviously, some hurdles in the middle of the season uh, with our owner and coach, Gerald Smith, getting his suspension. Um, but great guy. Um, he took he took it on the chin. And, uh, you know, he encouraged us to, to just move forward. Um, twin Screw stepped in, did a great job, you know, learning from him, mentoring uh, underneath him throughout the first half of the season and absorbed all that knowledge and, uh, you know, and led us forward. Uh, and into the playoffs, and uh, we're very excited about about how it turned out. Um, we didn't want to be a one and done team. Uh, you know, we got at least one win in the playoffs, uh, made it to a semifinals where we were very confident. You know, home semifinal game, uh, but Sioux Falls came out and uh, and they played a great game. Got to give them all the credit. Um, and but I mean, the, you know, so close, so close. But you know, it's just uh, year one and uh, of, of hopefully you know a very long tenure. Uh, for me here in Louisiana, and um, and just you know year one of a of a franchise that we're all very excited about. So we look to be you know perennial contenders for years to come. Absolutely, and I mean because it was year one, you guys did a fantastic job. I mean, deep into the playoffs, taking on Sioux Falls. What speaking of that game, what do you think went wrong? Because the previous week, you guys did a heck of a job. I mean, like it was undeniably 
difference. So what, what do you think happened or what changed? Um, you know, I think that, uh, I think they, I, I think they just played, played a great game. Um, I think that, uh, um, you know, we're used to, uh, you know, Julian Tyree, uh, he played extremely efficient at the quarterback spot. Um, you know, we wanted to, you know, obviously the, the talk is about both running backs, you know, and, and, and Colin Hart versus Reggie Streeter in that matchup. Um, and so I know they wanted to force, you know, the ball into my hands as much as possible. And we definitely felt comfortable forcing the ball into Tyree's hands. You know, he hadn't had the best overall numbers as a quarterback this season, but, you know, they played overall great team ball. And, and boy, was he efficient that game when it came to big situations. You know, he, uh, uh, he, he converted a lot of third downs for that team. Um, he, he was protecting the ball well. And, you know, we were known for, you know, being a, a takeaway team, you know, this season uh, and, and, you know, and making big plays on defense. And, you know, we probably missed some plays that we wish we could get back offensively. Um, I didn't have a good game, you know, um, and, and I put that on myself. And, uh, um, and Reggie, you know, he can only, we can only rely on him so much, you know, and uh, before the steam runs out a little bit. And he still had a good game. I mean, it was a um, Colin Hart played a great game, but overall, I mean, I think both teams fought hard, uh, and, and overall, uh, there was no, you know, glaring, you know, um, one reason or one play or one player that, that cost us the game and, or really won them the game. But I think it was a great team effort on their part. Um, uh, you know, and, you know, we just came up a little bit short. Yeah. Well, your numbers, I mean, you may have came up short in that game, but your stats look amazing. I mean, 504 completions out of 719 attempts you got over 5,000 yards passing in the two seasons that you've been here uh 42 touchdowns 27 interceptions you've only been sacked 60 times um how do you who do you attribute attribute your players success i mean 42 touchdown passes man that's awesome yeah, and I know some other guys have more, uh, a few more touchdowns over two seasons, but I do take pride in having a, a plus 15 touchdown interception turnover ratio over two seasons. I, you know, um, and uh, you know, I, that's you, you know, you know me, and that's what I pride myself on taking care of the ball. You know, not not cost in my team games. You know, managing the ball, getting the ball into my playmakers' hands. Um, you know, I attribute uh, those stats to. Well, since it's over the course of two periods, uh, the one constant, you know, for those two seasons with me has been, you know, my coach, Gerald Smith. Um, but, you know, he uh, even even when he, you know, took a back seat um, due to his suspension and, and you know, and twin screw and the rest of the staff uh, stepped in, um, you know, they did a great job. Uh, I mean, overall, uh, I mean, it, it, it goes to a lot of things. Uh, both teams that I played for were, were relatively similar in a sense. Uh, you know, I had two great running backs in Diesel Dawson in my first year, uh, you know, and Reggie Streeter. And, you know, the credit goes to those two for, for making, for taking the pressure off me. When you know you're not a one-dimensional team, you know, it's, it's tough to stop you, you know. So um, when, when teams have to game plan for, for the running backs so, so hard and so much, and they have to spend 70, if not more, percent of their time in the office all week just focusing on that guy that means they're not focusing on me you know and they're not focusing on how to stop me or the receivers so that takes a lot of pressure off me um you mentioned the sacks i want to give a big shout out to uh leonard butler senior uh you know my bodyguard um you know and and Rudy ray dunn this year um at my offensive line uh they really stepped up i had no off you know no uh user offensive lineman in St. Louis the previous season. And if you look at the sack difference between those two seasons, I, I don't know exactly, but I think I was sacked like 40 something times 
in season one and only about 16 times or something this season. Yes, you 42 times in season one and only 16, I'm sorry, only 18 times. Yeah, so how about that? You know, for okay. for, for two, I mean, those, those boys did what it took to protect me um, and, and and that, and so, so gotta give some credit to them. Um, my, you know, obviously give credit to the receivers and, and of course the coaching staff, you know, the coordinators and the coaches who work hard. And the defense, and the defense. When well, our defense is so, you know, our defense has been potent both years. Uh, the St. Louis uh, season 14 defense um, set an SFL record, or we as a team, and I guess it's a defense and offensive statistic, we set a record for turnover differential in a single season. And our Revolution defense this year almost broke that record, came up one turnover, uh, turnover short of breaking that record. But we did break the takeaway record this year with over with 39 team takeaways or 38 team takeaways. So two very very potent big playmaking defenses that um, you know that bail me out when I when I do make that rare interception. I still haven't thrown a had a game where I've thrown more than three interceptions. When I when I do throw that ball, there's a good chance my team's going to take it right back the next possession and give me another chance and pick me right back up. You know, um, or or that they'll they'll just make a big play and I'll have you know a, a short field to go. So you know them setting you know taking the pressure off of us us playing ahead good game planning everything i mean that's a lot of things to attribute it to but uh you know anyone but myself <laughs> listen you did that you guys did that without your normal coach being there mm -hmm. so first what was the locker room like when gerald was handed down that suspension and he had to leave and how did you guys rally around t 10 school to help guys propel so far um it was a 10 it was i mean it was a tense time of the uh tense time of the year a few few i want to say rough weeks um while while the investigation i'd say was pending which means he hadn't been officially suspended at that point yet well while we didn't know what was going on with our team with our coach that was a bit of a distraction you know and that that was a little worrisome um everybody's stressed out i mean everybody you know it's just it's an ugly side of the sfl that like you know no one no one wants to deal with everybody wants to just be focusing on games focusing on getting w's and um and so while, while it was stressful uh for for a lot of us uh, i'm proud of our entire staff and our players for well how quick what are where our mindsets were at i mean we didn't have one person in the locker room talked negatively about another player, about another, about about our coach, about Gerald. I mean, really, we were in the mindset. I'm not going to go into, you know, we're not going to go into like <clears throat> debating whether punishments were fair or things like that, or reasons for this or that, or accusations. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you could ask, you know, you could ask Gerald, and you know, he he'll just say, you know, I mean, I'm sure he'll keep it short and quick. He'll just say. Uh, you know, I admitted what happened. I took my punishment. I was a man about it, and and we're moving forward. That's all he wants to do is move forward right now. Um, and uh, and you know, he gave a long kind of like apology kind of to the team if he if he disappointed anyone and and, and things like that. But we, as a team at the time, we really didn't feel that the punishment handed down to him was fair. Um, we thought it was uh, we thought it was very strict considering a lot of the circumstances. And uh, so we actually took that as a personal motivation. So we're, we're, you know, other teams may have reacted differently and you know gotten upset with their owner and started looking for new teams the next year. It really just made us tighter. It made us a much tighter unit and a much stronger bond. We 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 had a uh, we had a you know we went on a we, it was like a mission then. It's like okay, you want to we will let's show the league what because they you know because then they stripped down the value of our tight end as well you know so and they and they suspended Nathan Blake Gerald's player so. 
now you're you're talking about a team without a defensive back um, and a team with uh, a hat, you know, kind of a stripped value tight end. So we're like, let's show the league what we can do with 18 and a half players that they can't do with 20 players. And let's go out and pound people in the mouth with 18 and a half players. Kind of, kind of that was like, you know, every week, you know, it was our, was our line of thinking. Let's just, you know, we're not going to just write off the season because of this crap. You know, we're, we're going to, so, so it brought us together. Uh, it motivated us um, and it excited us, you know. We, there, you can't, you couldn't change what happened. So all we could do is make the best of it, and uh, and all the guys did. Everybody was pumped up every week, um, and uh, and we looked for, and you know, and part of it was kind of like to do for Gerald. You know, I mean, as weird as that is, it's just like let's let's go get some W's for him. You know, let's go. You know, he he doesn't he he's very you know stressed and sad that he's not here with us right now. Um, you know, we and again we thought the punishment was too strict. That's not up to us to decide as players. That's on the league, and we have to respect the league's decision. But because of the mixture of you know just who we know he who he is as a person, and because of our opinions of the you know the penalty being too strict, uh, you know we were just ready to go out and you know and, and slap bodies around you know on behalf of him and stuff you know and, and go get W's and stuff. So uh, we did accomplish that, um, and, and we did and we did pretty well. Yes, yes, you did. Battle back beautifful. Um, and one more question in regards to that: What's up with you and Mike? Oh man, um, I mean, see now, see now you're trying to get some viewers. I see what you're doing here, and so you're trying to you're trying to get that extra just, that, that special, special release, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, I don't know if you saw my, uh, you know, I don't I don't know if you saw Kelly's tweet. Um, she 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 put one out. Um, maybe maybe you can read hers to to your viewers and stuff real quick if you want to bring it up. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, I'm proud of her for, for you know, kind of taking that approach. I, I was ignoring it. I, I've blocked him. Uh, I, don't, I don't see what he puts out. Um, obviously, we all see what's going on with the people that want to, you know, spread those tweets within the league just to, to you know, to... Um, it's, it's a shame, man. Um, you know, I, I never, I never, like, I never hated Mikey. I don't really hate anyone. You know, that's, that's a very strong word to use. Um, and especially when, you know, over, over, over a game, even over real football, this or that, I mean, to, to, to have that the kind of hatred in your soul, something I don't have. So I never hated the guy. Um, you know, he just, uh, I just find, you know, the behavior surprising and, you know, and rather bizarre. Um, it, it, it concerns me for him. Kind of, I feel bad. I feel bad for him. I wish that he didn't. I mean, to be doing this stuff every day, to be posting the things he is, he's posting, and like for that to be consuming his his entire mind and like day, is like I I I can't help but feel bad for that. And that's not like in a in a in a you know in an insulting way. It's like man, like do you you know. I, I hope you know. I hope he moves on just for his own sake, because you know he's not he's not bothered. Like, there's no objective that is in his head that he's accomplishing. He's not he's not convincing anyone of anything. He's not bothering me. He's not bothering Louisiana. He's just he, he's just kind of making himself look bad and digging a really big grave for himself. And I and, and the thing is, I know he wants to be part of this league, and I know he kind of already regrets the direction he took. But now he's double downing on it, you know, and he just is, and he's just double downing on it and double downing on it, and he continues to um, kind of make a fool of himself. And uh, um, you know, if I if I was to try and give you a little, you know, a little bet, like, I mean, the fact is, it's just, it's, I mean, the whole thing is just bizarre. The fact is, he's been angry since the whole 
Chicago investigation and, and Louisiana investigation. The fact is, we're not going to really get it. We don't have to get into that investigation. The two, the two should be separate. Like the two are kind of they're, they're they're weirdly linked, you know, for people that know the details of that. But it should be two separate investigations. It's just there's a coincidence that there's a player involved that has to do with Shan's accusations, who, who's connected to the player where Gerald's accused of paying for and stuff. So it's a it's a Shan player, quote unquote, that Gerald paid for and this and that. And but but two cr different crimes, two different investigations. Um, you know, he's got he got mad because I was one of the focal points of the investigation. You know, who 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 did come forward with evidence to the league uh, about it. Um, that's because you know, and 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 he wants to call me a rat. I mean, you sound like you know, you sound like you know, some like I don't know if he's like you know, some some uneducated like mob boss and like you know, <laughs> like in like you know, in like New in, in you know, in New Yorkers. I, I don't know. I, I just or 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 a child. Like it's like that's no no. That's the type of league I want to be a part of. Is a league with integrity, you know. And and if I see someone, whether it's my own my own teammate, my own coach, my own you know, someone else, and if I see a huge flaw in our league. Where, where someone could be taken really advantage, like advantage of. I don't want to be wasting my money. I pay for this product. I'm not a paid athlete here. I don't want to be wasting my money and my time and my energy for something that I think that I love where someone has a severe competitive edge out there. You know, if I like, like that, where, where, you know, and the fact that I found out that, you know, that this guy might've been inside our St. Louis locker room as Cody Scott with our playbooks, Who'd we lose to in the playoffs last year? The St. Louis. We lost to the Chicago to the Chicago Wildcats, you know. And he had access to all of our playbooks, all of our game plans on a weekend we got based. So when I find out about that, I'm furious about that. And of course, I'm going to take it to the league. And no one's going to make me feel bad for taking information in the league. And he said, like he says, plan backfired. Plan backfired because Gerald got caught. That's a separate investigation. What Gerald did is not my concern, you know. And and, and what Gerald did, and Gerald served his time for it. So no, um, I, I you know. Really, uh, the fact that, but I just don't get how he is so consumed. Like, it shouldn't have had anything to do with you. It was about Gerald and about and about Shan. Like, Mikey, why are you so emotionally involved? You know, what I mean, what, like, why why are you, you know? And so that was the bizarre thing to begin with. Um, and uh, and then you know this whole thing uh, um, where he got hired by, uh, you know, he got hired by LA by the Lycans and I think he was like released within 48 hours and that was just because of his online presence and the type of things he was saying and um, you know I, I've been given some warnings because I, I, I think I'm pretty good at towing the line you know when it comes to social media and, and saying yeah. the, and saying the things I want to say um, you know and you know me I, I tell you I, I think out what I'm gonna say and I think out this and that I've been given one warning in my entire time by the league just a small glimpse of a warning because I you know I slipped out a cuss word uh, in one of my press conferences um, and uh, you know, and so to you know, for for but I'm a player, you know, and for for someone who just took a GM position, you know, as, as you, and you grace GM positions, you're you're a GM. I mean, you you should be held to a higher standard there. And to go off and just uh, you know, you're representing an organization and a brand new organization at that. You should have been thankful, you know, that you found that you found kind of league employment so quick after after your team happened to fold. You know, a team, you know, you had two people that went out there and and, and believed in you, and you and, and you kind of made an ass of that whole organization in in about in, you know, in less than 24 hours. And so, kudos to Ray and to uh, Tom for you know making swift uh, a swift move and, and letting them go. Well, I'll pray for Mikey. Um, yeah, you can do is pray for him and. Hopefully everything, you know, will wind up working itself out in in the future. Um, but yeah, he just seemed a little hot with you. And I just wanted to kind of get your view and your take on it. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to contact him on it. But um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm just thankful that you even shared that because I'm sure it's some people that just did not know what happened or they're just seeing it from the outside looking in like, what the heck is going on here? So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, like um, you said, you just got to wish the guy the best going forward. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, best class here, Johnny. Speaking of which, let's talk about Jonathan and let's talk about Johnny 2K. All right. Let's two different people. So... Can you just explain the difference between both of them? My face is messing up in this thing. <laughs> um, You're disappearing well, behind the stack of <laughs> There we go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Looks like some Halloween thing right here. Okay, there you go. There we go. <laughs> um, so, the difference between the two? I mean, Jonathan is a, uh, you know, is a father of two beautiful, you know, baby girls, um, you know, Gracie and Gabriella, you know, six and five, just a, just a family guy, um, you know, living, you know, living here in the, in the outskirts of Chicago and, uh, you know, trying to, trying to be the best dad I can every day, trying to be, you know, uh, the best, uh, the best partner I can be to, you know, my lovely Kelly every day, um, trying to be, you know, the best, uh, you know, Christ-like man I can every day, you know, um, big, big believer over here. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and that's just, that's all that's important to me really, you know, in life as, as Jonathan, it's just, you know, it's about family. It's about, it's about God. It's about loving your neighbor. Um, you know, working hard, trying different things. Um, you know, is, uh, and, and, you know, when, when you move over to, uh, to Johnny, um, you know, Johnny's the, uh, just a little bit of a different, uh, you know, my, my kind of, my persona, uh, that kind of developed through, through the, uh, you know, through the esports scene and through, you know, at my, my time with NBA 2K. Um, and, uh, you know, everybody kind of in, in esports, it seems like they have a little bit, a little bit, it doesn't mean you're not being authentic, you know, but you have a little bit of a different kind of online presence. You know, you're, you're, um, you know, you're saying you're, you're using the same jargon that, that, that the, that the kids use out there, that the gamers are using out there. So it's kind of just like, um, maybe a younger version of myself, like my, my, you know, my younger soul. I mean, I know you joke and you still say that, you know, I was, I'm young when I told you I was a baby in that picture that you were asking about. And, but, uh, but no, um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but you know, Johnny, Johnny's 2K is just, uh, you know, uh, is just, uh, you know, a, a way for me to have fun. And, and it's really just, uh, connected to, to all of my, my gaming hobbies, you know, whether that be, whether that be actual video games, whether that be the SFL, um, you know, uh, it's kind of like the competitive guy in me, the old, the old athlete that I used to be in real life, kind of still getting to show himself a little bit. The, 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 the cocky guy, the competitive guy, not cocky, but confident, the confident guy, the, the bravado, you know, the, the having fun, um, but still being a leader and stuff. It's just kind of, it all encompasses kind of my old, my old soul of, um, you know, of, of sports I used to play. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, so how did Stack Up do for the season for you guys? Like, we I, did. yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You, uh, I was going to say that you, you did a wonderful job by bringing that to the league and allowing people to get involved with that. And um, I think that that was one of the first major things that we've done like that. And mm -hmm. I just want to commend you for that wonderful job. And just let us know how everything went. Yeah, it went. Uh, um, I almost think we could have still done better, as crazy that sounds. And I think that's on me a little bit when it comes to pushing it a little further. Um, you know, uh, marketing it a little better. Um, but uh, 
you know, for, for, a, for an SFL team to raise a certain amount of money in, in a single season, we did pretty good. We, uh, the final number we came in was uh, $1,402 for stack up. So $1,400, um, you know, that's, that's a nice chunk of change for stack up. I know they're happy with us. Um, you know, I think we're going to keep them around as partners for a while. Uh, so hopefully we can surpass that goal next year. And it'll be a nice running total to see what we can get over, you know, the next decade of uh, SFL seasons for these guys. Um, because you know it is a great cause, um, and uh, and we were happy to do it. But yeah, uh, and then shout out to my uh, my supporters because it's not like oh John uh, yeah I'm not like touting myself when I say this because it's not like oh Johnny um, Johnny threw in all that cash because I didn't. But it was just it was my people you know people who are fans friends family. I have to give them a special shout out because my individual pool um, these guys kept you know people kept people I don't even know you know. Uh, kept uh who told their friends or who told their their wives or their moms or their dads started to add a dollar per touchdown pass or two dollars per touchdown pass for me and uh and it ended up getting to where it was about 25 dollars a touch for every touchdown pass that i threw so um i think that my my supporters brought, uh, the, uh alone brought in about uh, uh, over 700 dollars. i don't know what the final total was but it was i think uh, like 714 or 740 or something like that fantastic man great Great, 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 great stuff. Um, I have two more questions for you. Um, one is, what do you think about your division? I love the division. I really do. Um, I love it for mul- for multiple reasons. I mean, geez, sorry, I'm like adjusting. I'm in like my, I'm in like, <laughs> I'm like using like my kids like little blow up beanbag chair. I don't know why I use this setup. Uh, and now we got this thing going on again. Um, so okay, uh, I love the division. And I love it because um, I'm a storyline guy. And uh, and all right, first off, let's you know you got Atlanta, you got St. Louis, and you have Tulsa. Um, and those are going to be fun teams to play for a while and fun teams to compete against. Um, I love. I mean, first off, let's just go with the Atlanta story and the storylines there. High pedigree team, you know, SFL champions, you know, two years ago, uh, the, the Swarm. Um, and a team that you know was kind of went down to my final decision, you know, last year in the offseason of was I going to go to Louisiana or was I going to go to Atlanta, and you know, end up going to Louisiana. They draft the kid Brian Dynasty. Um, you know, he kudos to Brian, you know, who's up for multiple awards this year, um, and uh, you know, so that will be a fun, you know, kind of young QB rivalry going on there between between him and I, and uh, what could have been if I. I went to Atlanta, you know, and, and, and instead of choosing to go here and then, and so, so all those fun storylines for fans to kind of think of there and it's just, and it's good competition. Like we want to face the best and, and we got a schedule like that, a pretty, a pretty tough one. Um, if you're talking about teams last season, we have two games against Atlanta, two games against Denver. Um, and uh, so, so we have our work cut out for us, but yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to playing Atlanta. Uh, we didn't have a chance to play them last year. So really excited about it this year to play them twice. Um, and I think those are going to be great, great games and pivotal towards towards seeding. Um, you, then you look at St. Louis, the obvious storyline there, my former team. You know, so to see them in my division and on our schedule is really exciting. You know, my brother, you know, Mark Gronick and, and my and one of my good friends, Anthony Roberto, uh, they're still in town. I think they plan on re-signing over there. I don't know, but I'm, you know, they sound like they're going to be gladiators for life uh, or something like that. They, they're very committed to that team. So. Just to know that I, uh, and you know, I have so many friends on that team. You know, Eagle, Winkler. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, the list can keep going on. Drew. You know, have 
you know, it's still, you know, Dwayne is still kind of like a dad, you know, like, you know, for the owner who brought me in, Colin, you know, all these great guys over there. That'll be a fun match every year. Um, and then, you, you know, and then Tulsa. And then I, I found it um, interesting that uh, someone pointed out that uh, that I might be the most, you know, tenured or the most veteran quarterback in that division. Um, and, and it's weird because I'm pretty new to you, right? Still, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, you know, I'm only entering my third season. But then you look at Atlanta, they got Dynasty. He's entering his second season. So I'm more of a veteran than him. And you look at the Gladiators, they just lost another quarterback. They lost Javier Vasquez, it looks like. So it looks like they might be drafting a rookie quarterback. And look at Tulsa losing Deacon Nickens. Look like they might have a rookie quarterback. So it's crazy. In my division, I'm the vet, you know. So so I like that storyline too. I mean, of course, there's a chance that uh, you know St. Louis or Tulsa find a you know find a veteran free agent they could bring in. Um, so we don't know if that's going to happen or not. But if not, and they draft rookies, you know, I'll be the most experienced quarterback in the division. I think that's another fun storyline. But yeah, overall, I love the kind of the shift to division play. Um, you know that the league made, um, and I and I like the teams we're getting paired up with. But uh, you know, we we are confident, borderline cocky about it already. Like we we we're staking claim to this division early. Like this is it's our division. I know you've heard me say it before, and uh, and you're giggling already. But yeah, no, it's ours. And uh, you know, these guys they just got to get used to to battling for second. Uh, listen, I, I already knew you were going to say that, like you said. That, I know you, Johnny. <laughs> that confidence is its amazing to see. I do know that some people kind of dislike you for that, too. <laughs> but, hey, that's who you are, you know. And I, I always celebrate who people are despite, you know, you know, despite that. Because as you, you explained, it's a difference between Jonathan and Johnny K. So get sure. to know both of them like I did. And then, you know, it's only when I when we play each other that we don't have issues. It's right. And I've learned to not talk smack to you before a game because it, it, it backfires <laughs> on me. You got that aura. You got that shield. There's just something. It's like you don't, 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 not, don't, uh, not nine millimeter, not AJ Stryker. Don't, don't talk smack to her. You'll end up embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> last question. Thanks for that, by the way. But um, last question, SFL honors. So what are your thoughts on the ballot itself? Um, seems like they changed it up a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so just curious about what you're thinking about it. Yeah, a couple thoughts. Um, one, uh, yeah, it was interesting to see, like, some awards go away. Um, like the social media award of the year that Atlanta received last season. Uh, we worked really hard for that in Louisiana, honestly. Like we, we thought that we were going to be contenders to get social media of the year. You know, we were provocative. We talked a little smack on our social media, but our metrics were off the charts. There was no other team social media that, you know, came close to having the types of um, uh, influence, you know, um, that, that, that our tweets did, you know, and, and things like that and how many reactions we had and, uh, and impressions that we had. So we, we did, we worked hard, you know, thinking that that was an award out there to still to still get. So to see that, we, you know, there's not even a social media award, it, it kind of is a little bit of a deflator for um, a social media department here in Louisiana who worked hard for that. Um, but, uh, you know, we, you know, we got over 2,000, you know, we have almost 3,000 followers. I mean, no team, no team is close to that. You know, we, you know, we, so we did, we just worked hard on a lot of things. We did giveaways, you know, we, 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 we were unique in a lot of ways and stuff. We, we provoked, um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so that, that I think, think stands out to me personally. Um, uh, some other thoughts are that uh, as far as um, 
As far as the Community Ambassador Award, I know you take great pride in that. Um, I think that there's some great candidates up for it this year. Um, you know, I, uh, I'm, you know, here in, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people I, I hear are, are getting people's vote. I see um, uh, one of the epic esports guys. I'm, I'm Cam. not cool right now. Cam, yeah, yeah, Cam. Uh, you know, he's getting he's getting a lot of traction, you know, from from certain people. I know, you know, everybody knows Diva Dave Axis is, you know, is getting is going to get some votes uh, with his new show, kind of uh, kind of taking off and being so successful this year. And um, but uh, I, I just wish for that award, and um, this is just me. I kind of wish that the I don't know. How, I mean, I, I'd like to know how the how the league defines ambassador. You know, how how they how they define that. You know, because. I think it's up for interpretation, which I guess is fine because it's a write-in ballot now. If it's up for interpretation, then write in who you think, whatever you think ambassador means, I guess, you know, rather than put, you know, put people's name on there that the league decides are ambassadors. Um, but uh, there's just so, there's just so much, you know, an ambassador can be someone who reaches out, um, who, who puts themselves out socially to the world and brings people into the league. An ambassador can be someone, um, you know, uh, who works so hard, you know, kind of across the board um, with their own, you know, sweat and tears and um, and kind of is good for league morale, reaches out to people, um, is kind of like an outreach individual uh, and, a, and, a, and a league caregiver to a sense, um, you know, and, and I know I noticed that there's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, and then you got and then you got podcast people and people that are, you know, doing shows. I don't know. I just think that um, maybe Maybe not the awards outdated, but I'd like to see more categorized awards and kind of to get more specific. I'd like to see like the third party media, you know, team of the year. That could be Dave Axis and his staff or something. You know, that could be Epic Esports or like the third, like, the, you know, or the show of the year, you know, yeah. the, the live show, the pre the podcast. And then, you know, and then, you know, and maybe separate the show of the year from an ambassador award or, um, you know, a community like, uh, you know, kind of care care awards and stuff because there's a lot like like a sportsmanship type of award. You know, because there's a lot of leagues that do that. You know, to 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 the people who just the good people in the league. You know, who have the the big hearts in the league and stuff. And I think that you know we could kind of divide that award into two or three or even four different awards. You know, and not leave people left out because there's so many contributors right now. So I think more awards to contributors, more awards to content creators. Um, it can't hurt. You know, so um, that's my thought about that. Um, uh, besides that, I, I find it interesting. I, I heard the other. I mean, I read on the. I didn't read on the ballot. I, I was like shown what the ballot said when I was, uh, talk, you know, talking with the guys on Axis the other day. How you can't win more than one award. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, like uh, it says, you know, if you win a higher award, you can't win a lower award. You know, so that means if Reddy Streeter wins MVP, he can't win Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, like I just I think it's a little goofy you know I think you know I get it I get the idea behind it and like so and, and I'm not like coming like if Cam watches your show or something I'm not like coming hard at you Cam or something or anything for this rule it is what it is to me these are just my thoughts you ask me my thoughts I don't like the idea that um, Bryant Dynasty like let's say Bryant Dynasty had like M let's say he has MVP like numbers you know let's say he wins offensive player of the year this year. That means he's the best guy, you know, the you know, best offensive player in the year, vote, you know, voted by the people. He happens to be a rookie. Now he's not allowed to win rookie of the year. You know? That's just goofy. It's like every he like he's not everybody are always gonna look back on that season 15. Hey, who was rookie of the year? Oh, is that guy so and so, you know, the you know, 
It's like, well, didn't Dynasty win MVP that year? Or didn't Dynasty win Offensive Player of the Year? Well, yeah, but he's not allowed to win Rookie of the Year, too. You know, it's like, he's the best rookie. If he's an MVP and he's winning Offensive Player of the Year, then he's the Rookie of the Year, you know? And he's the Offensive Rookie of the Year. So I think you have to be able to win more than one award. If you have that type of season, you have that type of season, you know? And that's just, that's my two cents on that one. Um, besides that, I see a lot of revolution on the ballots. So if you haven't voted, go vote green. You know, mm-hmm. we... uh you know, Reggie Streeter up for two awards, Luther Gahn, our big rookie, uh, you know, with 16 sacks, uh, you know, up for defensive rookie of the year. Tank, we have, t- you know, I told you about that defense we had who set a record in takeaways. We have two defenders out there on the defensive player of the year, uh, Tank Bennett and Evan Arthur. Um, you know, we have twin screw and the whole revolution coaching staff, you know, um, and, uh, uh, you know, for, you know, for, for coach of the year, for staff of the year. Um, and, uh, and I'm probably missing one or two, um, but but either way, uh, you know, just uh, I, I like seeing the I like seeing those names up there. So, absolutely. And um, I, I I understand. I I agree with what you're saying um, to a certain extent. Perhaps if one person wasn't up for so many different awards, perhaps, or if it was maybe spread out a little bit more, um, because Brian Dynasty did have a he had a heck of a season. You know, uh-huh. he definitely did his thing. And to some degree, if he was to get the offensive rookie, uh, well, wouldn't the offensive player of the year and then the rookie offensive player of the year pretty much be the same thing, except he was just a rookie? That was the only difference? Yeah, I mean, it's this, I mean, well, you have a much bigger pool of players to, to beat out to get the offensive player of the year. You know, you have all the veterans to beat out. And only you, you just have to be the best. Like, honestly, let's be honest. Like, like, it was a much bigger thing to win Offensive Player of the Year last year versus Offensive Rookie of the Year last year. I was I was our Rookie of the Year last year, you know, but I wasn't competing against any other quarterbacks, you know. I was competing against a couple wide receivers, a couple of this or that. I had good numbers. I was an all-star, but, um, but were my numbers close to being able to get Offensive Player of the Year? You know, no. My, my players weren't, my, my numbers weren't even close to getting, you know, Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, you know, you had these guys in Atlanta, BDG, and you had, uh, you know, Marcus Dunhill, who were just going off, and my numbers didn't compare to them. But not my, but my numbers crushed almost all the other rookies that were in a competition with me. So, um, so that's why I'm saying it's not, you know, go one year later, and a quarterback not only does good enough to win rookie of the year, but now he actually has numbers that maybe gets him player of the year. It's a, it's a difficult feat, you know. And I think that any, you may never be able to get. You, he should, like you should automatically get rookie of the year. I'm not saying dynasty should, but I'm saying this is just a, you know an example. If you're good enough and you should you should get your rookie of the year, and then if you can get you know player of the year, you should get it because you may never have that chance again. You may never have a year where you can get offensive player of the year again. You know, so that's kind of my whole thing. And you'll never be able to get offensive rookie again because if you get handed the higher award, because you'll never be a rookie again. So that's my whole thing is that. You'll never be able to win both those awards more than once. This would be the only time you could do it. You know what I mean? Uh, you have one year to do it, and it'd be pretty outstanding if someone could. But if they're not allowed, they're not allowed. Anyway, I can like end my rant on that. Just an opinion. <laughs> you're good. You're good. No, you're you're definitely good. Yeah, I appreciate you, Johnny. Thank you so much for being on the show. As usual, coming by to see me. I'm always grateful to have you on. And again. Whenever you want to come by, you want to drop some news, you just want to just come and say hi, feel free. Love having you on. Love the energy you always bring and everything. Um, but of course, you know, I can't let you go without saying, give you the last word. 
So that can be a shout out, a song. Hopefully you give me one of those because you always do, you always do the, I mean, the um, either you do a song or a poem because you always do a shout out. So it'd be, it'd be nice for you to do something more. <laughs> um, the floor is yours. You know what? I'll take a rain check on that one. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna do it this time. Um, you're not gonna catch, you know. But that being said, um, I will make sure that I get either a song or a poem ready for the next time I'm on your show. Like I will not be able to be on your show again unless I end it with a song or a poem. Um, you know, so so we'll make that. Uh, just shout out, shout out to you for having me on and for doing everything you do for the community. Uh, I appreciate it. I know many do. Um, you know, shout out to, uh, and a shout out to my family, uh, you know, and, and, and most importantly, you know, Kelly, uh, for, for doing everything that she does for us. It's amazing. Um, you know, shout out to the big man upstairs for making everything in life possible for me, uh, for keeping my family safe and healthy and happy and for everything he does for me in the SFL, cause I'm doing pretty good. So, so we're, uh, so we're, we're doing fine there. Um, and, uh, and shout out to all my coaches and teammates in Louisiana. Uh, the guys are amazing. We're a true brotherhood. Uh, love them all. Um, you know, I'm not going to name 20 guys for you, even though I want <laughs> to right now. Love them all. Um, Louisiana strong, you know, balling out for the booth. Louisiana for life. You know, that's that's what it's about. Awesome, John. Thank you so much. And hopefully maybe next time I'll have Kelly on, we can get a chance to talk to her a little bit. Yeah, definitely. You should. All right. You have a good one. All right. Sounds good, Ashley.